Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and everyone else in between, welcome back to the 42 Podcast, where as always, we're talking about the failings of the late great human race. And again, for the 40th time, your good friend and mine, Mr. Ryan. How are you doing today, buddy? Hey, you know what I want? I want one of those, uh, like the Price is Right game show music. Ba, ba, da, ba. You know, when, you know, I want it <laughs> like to. When Bob Barker comes out. <laughs> right, right, right. I need that music. <laughs> the way you introduce it. We need some theme music like that. It'd be fun. Anyway, I'm good. How are you, Jake? Um, I'm doing, I'm doing all right. You know, <clears throat> living the dreams and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, the American dream. Something like that. We've been house shopping and. House shopping is terrible, if anyone has ever done it. Unless you just Why? Well, it's... I mean, unless you have, like, a crap ton of money saved up, mm-hmm. there's all these compromises you have to make, like right, location, right. resale value, amenities. You know, if you have a little less, do you want to buy, like, a cheap home and, like, put in these sweat equity to, like, really make right. it nice and... It's just a pain. And then you have to figure, like, oh, God, we got to move. And that sucks. And it's been cold here. Like, really, really cold here. Yeah? How cold, Jake? It was one this morning on my way into work. Just one. One. But I, I, I have learned, like, the thing to do for when it gets cold is you just... just your car running. You well, still never turn it off. That, too. But you, you just... You just don't. Uh, you just wear two layers of. You just wear two of everything. That's pretty much the answer to, you know, you wear a layer of pants, you wear a larger layer of pants, and you wear two <laughs> pairs of socks. And like I wear, you know, I wear my like work shirt or whatever. Then I wear a hoodie, and then my snowboarding jacket, and then my beanie, <laughs> and a scarf. And you know what? It's not so bad. You gotta wear gloves. Uh, I will wear gloves a lot, yeah. What uh, kind expi- of gloves do you wear? Are they like ski gloves or are they kind of like driving gloves? Um, mine are just kind of winter mittens. They're, I don't do even they know. Work? Where, yeah, they work. But, you know, I'm not like doing a lot with them. You know, I'm just, you know, driving or it's not like I'm trying to like type with them or you know, right. they're not they're not waterproof, so you don't want to be doing like snowy things with them, but my bad. That was me. I'll turn that off. <laughs> it happens. It happens. But, so, this is kind of a big podcast. Not only yeah. is it number 40, it's right. our one-year anniversary. We've awesome. made it a year, so all you fans that have been here for a year, you've been here for a year. And aren't yeah, you sad thing. you wasted so much of your life on listening to us bitch about things? Yeah, we do bit. I rant. Yeah, I listened to last week's podcast. I'm like, wow, okay. <laughs> I you didn't realize I had so many strong feelings about Star Wars. I was mad. You were mad. Oh, One of my friends was like, y'all talked about Star Wars. Like, no, Ryan ranted about Star Wars and I listened. <laughs> I was mad. I'm still mad. I don't want to talk about it. Anyway, <clears throat> my bad. So, we've, we've bitched for a year. We have. We've had some interesting discussions. Yeah. If we had been smart, we'd have gone through and like listed like top five discussions. But Ooh. I think we're lazy. <laughs> I think we're lazy. Yeah. Uh huh. That's the answer. <laughs> <laughs> so, 
So anyway, I got some exciting news. Oh yeah? I'm moving. Oh yeah? Yeah, this is the last podcast you'll have with this background. Nice. So that's cool. Sunday, it happens. All packed up. My whole life is consists of six large boxes. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. And you've got, yeah. like, your life or, like, your entire family's life? Pretty much my entire family's. Damn. Mine is some of the big toys that won't fit in boxes. In the beds, of course, you know. Right, right. Yeah, not much. Man, that's crazy. Maybe... Well, I guess I got like maybe 10 boxes in storage. So maybe 16 boxes total. That's about right. You maybe move into a house and you'll just expand. See, that's, yeah. that's what gets you when you're anywhere for like over a year. Mm-hmm. And you start to settle and you just, you're like, how did I get so much shit? Right. <laughs> it starts, you know, you get more clothes and all this other stuff. That's one yeah, thing. We're like we're thinking about buying the house we're in right now, partly just so we don't have to move. <laughs> You're like, ah, fuck it, it's good it's, enough. I'm comfortable here. It's a nice house. I like it. Is it is a nice house. It could use some work, but yeah. But if it's yours, it's worth putting in. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of like what do we want to do. But this is, you know, this is in a more expensive area than like some other places we've been looking. So I don't know. Ah, that's an yeah. That's a thing to consider. Yeah. So we'll, depends we'll, on how much more expensive anyway, right? Right. Yeah. Right. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. I can tell this is going to be a high energy episode. I can tell we're just like, woo, we're here. <laughs> yeah, we definitely have gotten the, you know, yeah, we're def- <laughs> Yeah. Man, Whatever. I have. So part of my New Year's resolution was do more of the Less. things that won't kill me. Well, that I was, it was the, less of the less of the things that will kill me and more of the things that won't. So, kills you, Jacob. <laughs> yes, on a long enough timeline, right? Right. But so, so me and just kill you less less quickly. Me and my wife have started this new workout routine that's basically based out of like Pilates and yoga. And oh my god, if you ever want to feel like a wuss, do yoga. some yoga. Yeah, get you oh some. Oh my Go on. god, it hurts so bad. Yeah, I'll try to stand. Like I guarantee you, when I try to stand up for filming, like filming this podcast, I'm gonna be like, like I was, it's gonna take me a little bit. <laughs> like, and the breathing's hard to do. Yeah, you get to where you're sweating and you're shaking. Oh yeah, and you got some little, you know, hundred pound dude on the film, like making it look easy. You're like, shut the fuck up, man. <laughs> Just let me get through the next twenty seconds of hell. <laughs> That's yeah. and you're like, it's like. Oh, you yeah. didn't know a minute could be that long, did you? I know. I know. It's terrible. You're like, could this like end? A, yeah. <laughs> they're like, hey, you know, this little, like, the girl who's doing the video, she's all like, you know, little itty bitty blonde chick. And she's all like, okay, and now we're going to do this. And now bring your, your knee to your <laughs> ear and extend. <laughs> I'm like, no. <laughs> I can I can bring my leg up, but she wants you to like kick out. I uh-huh. just can't do it. I was like yeah. my calves are like, nope, <laughs> nope. You make homer noises from the Simpsons. Yeah, she's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> my wife's like, Are you okay? Because she's she's more flexible than I am. I'm like, ah. <laughs> we could talk afterwards. I'm going yeah. to die now. But it's you know, but it's it's like you wouldn't think it. Like you watch the video, you're like, "This isn't hard." Pfft, whatever. Get you some. <laughs> yeah, it's really hard. 
Oh, I got some other exciting news. We're going skiing. Oh, yeah? Where at? Angel... Angel Fire? Angel Fire. New Mexico. Yes. Yes. I've heard very Four, good things about that. Four hours south of Denver. Yep. I've heard very good things about uh, about Angel Fire. All expenses paid. God. Except for souvenirs and right. splurging on meals that you feel like eating. Yeah. Man. I haven't been skiing in too long at this point. Five years? Six years? It's been, I, it's been longer than me, for me. Last time I went skiing was when my grandmother broke her leg, remember? Oh, yeah. Way back and way back. That's it. That's how long it's been. Yeah, last... I don't think it'll be too bad. It's like riding a bike, right? It's not too hard to kind of... Maybe yeah. a day to get back in the rhythm. We got five days there. Oh, that's a good long time, too. Like five days on the slopes or like... Five days. Man, that's nice. That was the nice thing about last time I went is we went from Saturday to Saturday. Seven. So... We didn't, you know, you don't ski the two days, so you only have five days, like, on the slopes. But, oh, that's what we're doing. Yeah. Yeah. And so you're like, you know what? I'm a little tired. I'm going yeah, to go back and hit in the hot tub. Yeah, <laughs> let's go to the hot tub at 3 o'clock instead of, you know, shutting down in the slopes or whatever. Yeah, you know, when we were younger, we had, like, three days. You got to, like, get every hour you can, every minute you can. Just, no, uh, I'm really looking forward to this. This is going to be a ridiculous, you know, uh <laughs> Vacation. It's gonna be fun. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But hopefully next year I'll be able to to ski more because we do have slopes around here. Just you know, getting outfitted, re-outfitted because I'm short on gear and Kelly doesn't have any and everything else. It's expensive and I got to get the clothes for my fire, my entire family. Yeah, it ain't gonna be cheap. <laughs> no. And I'm not really sure where to get it now that it's so warm down here in Texas. Internet. Yeah, but I'm afraid of buying clothes off the internet. Yeah, go to like Sun and Ski, find the stuff that fits, buy it on Amazon. Right? Ta-da! <laughs> That's what I would do. <laughs> unless there's like a, like, I don't know. It's the only place in Houston I can think of, unless there's like a Dick's or something. We have that kind of stuff here. We also have, um... I want to say Urban Outfitters, but that's not it. It's REI. The, yeah. Mm-hmm. Have a what, what does REI have underneath it, though? What's its little catchphrase? Uh, I know what it stands for. Wait, I did. What does it stand for? Recreational Equipment. Oh, I used to know what it stood for. So sad, so sad. They're a co-op. They're owned by the they're owned by the customers or the uh, employee. Generally, they're owned by the employees. No, like my my uncle, you sign up and you get money back at the end of the year. Huh. You pay in, you you can buy in. It's like owned by the uh, and he gets to vote. He gets a vote and stuff. It's also called buying stock. <laughs> well, yeah, well, it's like, yeah, but I don't. Yeah, it's they're not I, like. I don't uh, think it's a stock like that. I think it was easier for him to do because he doesn't trade stocks. Come on. <laughs> Especially if not enough to vote. <laughs> no, Rec- Recreational Equipment, Inc. That's what REI stands for. Oh, incorporated. <laughs> that makes sense. It's at headquartered in Kent, Washington. That makes sense. Uh, yeah, we have some REIs here. They're pretty nice. A little pricey, but they're good stuff. They're I want to buy good stuff. You know, they're kind of like we talked about, you know, 
before. You'll pay for it, but they'll last you. Yeah. Last you a good long time. Except for the kids. That's I mean, true. I got a I got a three year old. What's the point of buying him fucking clothes? He'll be outgrown by you know the time we get back. <laughs> it's probably a true statement. <laughs> He's grows so fast right now. It's fun though. Everything's going well. Cool. My son hasn't wrecked the dirt bike yet, so that's cool. <laughs> no, no shattered, uh, no shattered forearm jet, man. Oh yeah. He's real cautious. He's a good kid, though. I don't worry about it too much. I'm nervous about this uh, move, though. Gosh, damn, dude. That's all I can think about lately. What? Like, tell me about the house. Like, all that kind of cool stuff. Two bedroom. Two bedroom? Uh, it's on like a, like three quarters of an acre. It's mm-hmm. got a, uh, a badass work, uh, workshop with like a sliding rolling door where you can drive at least a you know, a full-size SUV in. Mm-hmm. It's all insulated, and it's got a window unit in it, so that's cool. I'm going to be able to set shop up in there. It's for your podcasting, get, and, like, twitching is yeah, going to be... I think so, yeah, because it'll be fun to kind of be separated from the house. Um, it's got a chicken coop. We're going to raise chickens. Nice. That's exciting. We're getting puppies. We're getting uh, an Australian shepherd. Do you know what they are? Oh, yeah. I'm getting a blue merle with a blue eye. Nice. And he's got the little orange sunburst on his face. Awesome. It's like, wow, what a beautiful dog. <laughs> My aunt raises him, so if anybody needs a puppy, you just let me know. Uh, hit me up. Uh, well, what is this? What's the one are you getting? The blue merle. There it's an, it is. It's, it's a blue merle with a sunburst on its face. Maybe it's <sighs> those are pretty, but those would kill my allergies. They're not too bad, but yeah. Oh, man, I as bad as the hair is, they don't shed too much. They only require like a, a brushing once a week. That's pretty good. Maybe I could it's not handle too bad. it. My wife would murder for her dog. Really? Oh yeah, she wants one so bad. Those are some of the best pets in the world. But that, if you got one of those, it requires um. That's a lot of walk. That's a that's a high energy dog. And that's the problem is like we don't have kids. Mm-hmm. We're gone from seven a.m. to. 6 p.m. kind of thing. And, like, I feel, I feel bad doing that to a dog until we at least have a yard that it can run around in, you know, mm-hmm. entertain absolutely. itself or yeah. give one of its friends. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Get a um, get a Jack Russell. Yeah. Those things are awesome. Those are good, like, bachelor, um, single, uh, not single, but what is a couple that doesn't have a kids yet? What are y'all? You're still a... Happy. It's like financially independent. (laughs) Going on vacation, yeah. Going out to the movies, yeah. That's what we do. All those things that you never get to do. Vacation is kind of iffy, but right. (laughs) We're starting. We're finally after the last year of just being broke. We're finally starting to like come back around. Yeah, you're the kind of people that can go to a uh, movie theater and actually go to the uh, snack bar. Yes. Like once you have two kids and a wife, you don't go to the snack bar. It's like no, 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 no. The wife has some stuff in her purse. Just, you know what I mean? Like you just can't. Like you just can't afford it. You could spend some money. We spent. I don't know. I took my son to see Star Wars, mm-hmm. and we got a drink, a popcorn, and two candies, and it was like thirty-seven bucks or something ridiculous. I was like, what the fuck? Now, one thing I will give the cin. There's a Cinemark near where I work, and they have. 
like a candy store in the Cinemark. Like where you know where they have the big bins and they sell to you by the pound. Really? Yeah, and it's like six bucks a pound. It's actually a decent price. Unless you compare it to Walmart prices. Well, obviously, but man, you can buy a pound of Mike and Ike's for ninety-eight cents. It's like I'm gonna die. <laughs> Jacob lived off that stuff for like I don't know six months or so. <laughs> he was like, "Did you know you can buy candy at Walmart?" Like when we found it out, at like when he was sixteen or whatever it was. By the pound. By the pound. He's like, "It's a dollar. It's a dollar." I would buy two. <laughs> it's amazing I'm not diabetic. Yeah. <laughs> Well, yeah, I was always a pretty active dude, so I guess that. Yeah. <laughs> I would always, you would get the Mike and Ike's and I would get Dots. And then I remember we used to drink those like super nasty green soda. What <laughs> were those? Surge and shit. Yeah, Surge. And what was the other one? It wasn't even hardly carbonated. It was like some, like, I don't remember. We drank some <laughs> crazy shit. You remember the Snapple drinks? Oh, yeah. The rain and the earth and uh-huh. the. Those are tasty. No, they weren't. I'm pretty sure they weren't. I'm pretty sure if they came back, we'd be like, what is this? What is this? It was fun collecting them, though. Oh, yeah. I remember some of them were terrible. So I, I read, Some I, of them were miserably <laughs> bad. My wife was like, so, so you, you, know, you eat goldfish, not Cheez-Its. I'm like, I will eat Cheez-Its, but it's about goldfish. Yeah, goldfish. It's like, but you have to understand, you know those big, giant boxes of goldfish? Like there the kind weekends. they sell at Costco's. There are weekends me and Ryan would eat an entire one of them. What is that? Two and a half pounds or something in I there? I think it's five. Five? Yeah. yeah I, would, I believe it. It's like a five-gallon <laughs> bucket of Cheez-Its. I mean of um, goldfish. Yeah. What's the best thing in the world? You cannot beat goldfish and Pepsi. Oh, I was thinking goldfish inside the ramen. Oh, yeah. That is good. We've done that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I do that instinctively if I'm eating um, soup and I have goldfish. I just throw them in there. That's perfect. A little cheesy, a little salty. Perfect. It's perfect. (laughs) Okay. Well, to get us onto an interesting, well, hopefully interesting topic since we've What? This hasn't been interesting so far? (laughs) I'm sure it's been stellar radio. I'm sure. So I was talking to a friend of mine, and he has a blog, johnnybgamer.com, and he did a... Review for that new um, that dragon game, the one about cancer. And I was talking to him about it, and I was about like, "The kid? Well, yeah, it's like a it's a, you're the parents, I think." I am not playing that game. I'm, I'm not just, playing it either. I heard it on NPR. You can't win. That's the answer. Yeah, you can't win. It's very ah. Kobayashi Maru. Fuck that movie. Uh, so he. They were talking about it, and I was like, that sounds like something that's really amazing once. And yeah. you never, ever want to play it again or look at it again or anything else. So that brought up the idea, what is a game, book, movie that you enjoyed intensely once, but now you never want to see it again? And why? Well, the one that just comes to mind like instantly is Reservoir Dogs. Interesting. It's a really good movie. It's an example of how it's Quentin Tarantino flexing. It really is. You know, he's doing it in a low budget with really good actors and the dialogue is stellar. I mean, I don't know how low budget was, but it feels low budget. You it know, it's all shot budget. in like 
Hmm. It's shot in like four scenes. You know, the car, hmm. the diner, the one building, and like I think a house or something, right? Like I think that's it. Yeah. And man, that movie's it's really intense and it's good and it's like worth seeing because it's just like you know, it's like Schindler's, Schindler's List. It's mm-hmm. like you need to, you should probably watch it, but you it's you know you probably shouldn't watch it either. <laughs> You know what I mean? You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you should watch it. It's like, it's, it's really good, but gosh, damn. That torture scene's intense, man. Oh. And the, when everybody's dying and... <laughs> yeah. The cops cutting the dude's ears off, listening to the, the bubblegum sounds of the 70s. Yeah, so that's one of them. Did you come up with any? Um, in terms of movies, uh, Eat Millimeter with uh, Nicolas Cage. I never saw it. It's all about like snuff films and like like the really, really, really dark porn and all that yeah. kind of stuff. And it was mm-hmm. really good and really intense. And I never like people like, have you seen this movie? I'm like, yeah, is it good? I'm like, yes, it's good, but I don't recommend you ever watch it. Yeah. Requiem yeah, exactly. for a Dream is kind of like that for me too. I've like, watched it twice. I've seen it twice too. I mean, it's super good, but it is dark it's one of those movies if it's on it's hard to like not watch it's so i don't know it's in um magnetic it just draws your attention so what is it about like reservoir dogs is you're just like nope no more the violence violence just can't and it it is there's something about it where the whole movie kind of wears on you Uh, yeah you know i mean it's it's a it's a lot it's like a garden hose it's like just in your face and you just you know it's like all right fine i'm done okay it was yeah it was awesome but you win in my mm. opinion second best tarantino tarantino movie ever you mean kill bill no i I don't think kill bill's all that good really i like the first one i the second one really lets the franchise down but i like the first one like i thought he did awesome with it my in my tarantino rankings it's Pulp fiction in, nope what Inglorious Bastards, uh, Reservoir Dogs, Pulp Fiction. Really? Mm-hmm. I think I, I think Inglorious Bastards is his best, just out out and out his best movie. Hmm. I don't know. I don't know. It is good. I'm not gonna lie. It is a good movie. It's a great movie. <laughs> did he do Django? He did Django. I didn't like that one very much. Did you? I haven't seen it. It's like, all right, you did one, you did one revenge flick. That's all I really need. Right. <laughs> I did like uh, Kill Bill, though. I yeah, I enjoyed it, but I'm a fan of ultra cheesy '70s like uh, kung fu movies. Hmm. So it worked for me. Do you got a video game? You got a video game that did that for you? Where you uh, just like fuck this. The first Walking Dead, the season one of The Walking Dead, uh, yeah. Telltale, it's so good. The writing is excellent. The pacing is very good. Like It pulls at your heartstrings so well, but it's so intense. Like It's one of the few games where I had to like psych myself up to play. Really? Yeah, where I'm like, okay. The thing is, and it's so good that like, my wife would ask me to, play it so she could watch me play it right because the story is that good and yeah it's very good like 
the ending, you're like, you're like, just try not to cry. Like one of my friends played, he's like, after I play each episode, I just want to go hug my kids. It's like, tell them everything's <laughs> going to be okay. Cause it makes you wow. feel that terrible. It's excellent. It's an excellent game, but it just, it runs you through the ringer over and over. And also being a more, granted, there's supposed to be a lot of branching paths. So I guess there'd be a lot of replay value in it, but I don't think that I think some of the reasons to keep going will be lost with the like there's no there is no drama really. You kinda know what's coming. Right, right. You right. know, it's one of those things where the story really lets you down. It's kinda like most horror movies are really good once. Yeah. Uh-huh. You know? Exactly. And a lot of comedies are really good once. once. Like Unless they're cult classics, but then they become like Caddyshack. You can watch that a million times. Oh, it's yeah. It's weird. There, there is a tipping point where it's good enough for. Well, but the things that are good enough are like in you know go down the annals of time as great yeah. histories. Uh-huh. Like, uh, and I think one of them is uh, Hangover, the Hangover, the first one. I've never seen it. It is. It is very good. It is funny. It is hilarious, and it's a lot smarter than you would think it is. You know. Right. And the the casting is really good. Uh, I would. The rest of them are terrible. They're just terrible. But the first one was, you know, just lightning in a bottle, and it's really good. And the jokes are still funny. And Yeah, the premise is fun once. Yeah. <clears throat> I could not come up with a game that I played and was like, whew. All right, never doing that again. Or just like, well, it doesn't have to be like in a bad way. It could just be like a... Wow, that was really cool, but I don't really see like the need to ever play it again. Cause it, but it was really amazing that one time. I'm sure of it. I just can't think of any. Just they're not coming to my head. I just can't think of any. I really, I really thought about it since you, you know, you brought it up this afternoon when we were talking. I just can't think of any. I know that I played Kerbal Space Program. Mm-hmm. All I could play it. Just all I could play it until. I was done, and then I was done. I haven't played it since. I literally have not even just clicked on it. I don't even click on it. I have like a 210 hours or something, mm-hmm. and I accumulated that in like three weeks kind of thing. You know what I mean? Just six hours at night, come home from work, not take a shower, just sit down at the computer, log in, just and play till midnight, 1 o'clock, you know? <laughs> That's kind of one of them, but it, I don't think I'll ever not go back. It's not like where I was just like, oh, okay, all the, the real joy of this game is now gone. It's just like I kind of used it up. I burned it out. I'm trying to think of like the games that really, that I really, really like that I'm, that I never really felt like going back and playing again. Some of the, like some of the adventure games I played, like some of the King's Quest games, like some of them I really enjoyed, but Mm -hmm. I don't ever go back and play. But like King's Quest 6, I'll go back and play every two or three years. Right, right. You know, so I don't know if it's like something about the story or what, but. Uh, I'm trying to think what else that I know when I was a kid you know um, for Super NES they had a uh, Jurassic Park oh that thing was so hard <laughs> okay this is back when I was committed to fucking gaming right and I was like I don't know 9, 10, 12 whatever this game is like however old I am and it didn't have a save you couldn't save that game and it had, had no save codes. file 
It didn't. No, it didn't. There was no way. Oh, the SNES the didn't have the game. codes. No, you just had to leave that bastard on. I left it on for two weeks. Finally died in the Raptor in the 3D part where you're going through the, the hallways in three-dimensional and there's a bunch of raptors like you're at the raptor's nest and you're trying to find like the last two eggs or last egg. I got killed and it game over. You know, like game over, just start a new start over. Fuck that game. I'll never... Fuck that game. I'll never finish it. I'll never, <laughs> ever finish it. Ever, ever. It stayed on. I left it on for like two weeks. Literally, like played it, you know, you know, because a nine-year-old, ten-year-old, you're not very good. Oh, I wanted to beat that game so bad. I wanted it. I wanted it. I wanted it. There's been a couple of games where like I've lost a save file or something where I'm just like, nope, I can't do it. It's, it was too hard to get there. Banjo-Kazooie. Uh, that's the game I first. That's the game I consider the one that really beat me for. Beat me. I couldn't beat that fucking game, right? So, the way that game worked is it had a bunch of different levels, and you could collect puzzle pieces and notes in that in those levels, right? Mm-hmm. The totals were collected. So if you had enough notes or enough puzzle pieces, you could open certain doors and go to the end of the game. Well, if you imagine, it's easy to get to the end of the game with like a. Th- two-thirds of all of the notes and puzzle pieces. Right. So you get to the final boss, and it turns out that right before you go to the boss, there's notes, note doors, right? Like, at, like the highest notes. Like, so 500 notes or 1,200 notes and then 1,300 and 1,400, with the last door being all of the notes in the game. Well, I got in the game with the minimum amount to the boss with the minimum amount, so I couldn't open any of those doors to get the special power-ups behind the doors. So I was trying to beat the boss like on just raw, and it's such a big game. Like that was one of those when Nintendo was finally starting to make bigger 64 games. I never could beat that stupid witch because I didn't have any of the power-ups. You know, I didn't have enough eggs and feathers and gold shit or whatever I needed, and I never went back. And I tried to go back, and it's just too much. It's just like I'm not putting the hours that are required to get to that point again. I did it the wrong way, and I can't reset. I just can't. Yeah. You don't have a save file. You can't kind of. But even then, you probably wouldn't want to. You're just like, <sighs> uh-uh. Oh, no, I'm done. I was already. I was so. I've been trying to get to the boss for so long. Yeah, I am. Um, I even downloaded an emulator and downloaded that game to try again. You know, because I was like, I'm gonna beat this game that beat me when I was a kid. You know, I'm gonna fucking settle the score. No, I'm not. I got beat again. <laughs> Fuck. I I did that with one game where I like I couldn't ever beat it when I was young, and so I came back around to it and got an emulator <laughs> and beat it. Suck it, game. But I suck it. It's uh, was Comic Zone for the Sega, which is one of my all-time favorites. This is it good? It's really good. But the thing is, is um, there's no saves. And at best, there's only two continues. And it's one of those games where if you play it straight through, you can beat it in like two hours. Yeah. But you screw up once or twice and you're toast. The only way I was ever able to beat it was with save states. Right. So I've, I really don't feel like I've beaten it, beaten it. Still haven't beaten it yet. I've got, I've, I've got, I've been able to get to the final guy. <laughs> but I can never beat the final guy. And that game has just crushed me over and over. You know how when we started this podcast, I was talking about Faster Than Light? 
Uh-huh. Still haven't beat it. Still haven't beat it. <laughs> that game's hard. That's one of those where it's frustratingly hard. I downloaded Binding of Isaac. Yeah, how's that? That's a great game. That's super addicting. Let me look real quick. Is it the Let, new one? Yeah, I bought the newest with the, the latest re- expansion pack. Yeah, Afterbirth so, or whatever. So, so, it's, so it's the original game with an expansion. It's not like a sequel? It is a sequel, but it's exactly like the first one. It's kind mm-hmm. of like uh, Army of the Dead. Okay. So you know how the first and the second were exactly the same movies, just one was in color? This one is exactly the same, except it has so many more items and bosses and enemies that it's really not the same. You know what I mean? It's in the mm. same world, and you move the same, and you shoot the same, and it's the same principle and same story, but it's a totally new game. And then it has an expansion pack on top of it. So okay. there's even more items. Mm-hmm. And there, it's a roguelike game where the, the dungeons are randomly generated level by level, and right. you get random items. Great game. Great game. I've got... So I bought it... Let's see... Uh, I got it twelve twenty nine, so I got it right before New Year's. Yep. So I have one hundred and sixty six hours in it. Jesus Christ, dude! <laughs> Game is a blast. It really is. But my wife's been playing, so it's not all me. Oh uh, yeah. But still, and my son, even my son, my nine year old's been playing a little bit. But yeah, I see you pop on at weird times, because every <sighs> once in a while I'll have my. Um... My steam, steam up at like work or whatever. Yeah, that's Ashley. I saw that you were playing Punch Club. I love it, dude. <laughs> I've already beaten it once. Have you? I couldn't beat it yet. I haven't. Couldn't figure out a combo to make it work. How many days did it take you to beat it the first time? Th- like three hundred. Oh, so at fifty, I shouldn't be discouraged. Oh no, 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 no! You're like, yeah, but okay. yeah, you the really. What are you like? Which which? I tried uh, agility and could not get it to work. You've got to crank agility. I know, like, but I I couldn't get it to work. I know, but I I I can't get my agility above seven, and everything else is at like two. You know, I got two health, two stamina, or two energy, two health, or whatever it is, and then I've got seven agility, and it's just not enough. I just couldn't get there. See, yeah, soon- strength though will kick ass. Yeah, I'm I'm doing a, I'm actually playing it again. <laughs> Are you really? Yeah, because I want to see. Because you have you changed? Wait, you know how in your um your item or your your abilities, mm-hmm. how you you have you changed the balance to the? Have, yeah, I did. Okay. I don't have high enough agility. I got my ass whooped when I did that. Because your dodge is based a lot more off your agility. Right. And my agility wasn't high enough to dodge anything. I just got beat up. <laughs> And I just died. I was like, wow, that was Agility is harder than strength, but I think that um, but once you get to a certain point with the agility, yeah, you I start think so. owning. Yeah, I think you would. And part of it's getting like the, the right combinations and you know, like the right whatever's. Like have like what else have you done? Have you like have you fought the Ninja Turtles yet? Yes. Yeah, the ninja crocodile. The ninja crocodile. Well, there there ends up being like four of them. Yeah, all of them. Yeah, you have to fight the brothers. I've only beat the first one. Okay. Couldn't beat the second one up yet. Mm. I uh, I bought the workout equipment for my house. That took a while. Every time I got injured in the ultimate street fighting, I would just go work for four days or whatever. Just you know, work and eat and work and eat and watch video games and then work and eat and work and eat. 
So my uh my home gym is pretty kick ass. <laughs> yeah, I, I yeah that 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 helps. Eventually, you start getting enough cash mm-hmm. that in there's a uh, there's a quest later that gives you like this super energy drink that yeah. gives you like half your energy backs, nice. so you don't have to sleep for like six or seven days. That, you, you can just work out. There's enough fights and everything else where you can just work out. Fight, workout, fight. Yeah, and so yeah, and that's that's sort of when the t- at least for me is when the tipping point happens. <laughs> and then after a while, you start making so much cash that you you can just buy the energy drinks, so you never have to sleep again. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs sleep? <laughs> that's right. So that's what I did. That's fun. But there's there's I'm glad some, you liked it. There's a there's some stuff later that's pretty hilarious. Oh, yeah, there's a lot that's pretty funny. I like the dialogue. The dialogue is funny. It does kind of peter out at the end, but it's 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 worth finishing, I think. Yeah. Especially that's getting... what a lot of people have said. Getting to the mid-level boss is pretty funny. Like, the mid-level boss and how that all works is great. Or the mid-game boss, I guess. Right, right, yeah. Uh, much recommend that one. Have you ever played One Finger Death Punch? I haven't. I've heard it's amazing. <laughs> you would love it, Jacob. Yeah, that's a great game. Anybody out there? It's like $2. Like, it really is like a cheap game. Let's see how much it is. I'm looking right now. Oh, I already own it, so I can't buy it again. Yeah, it's a $5 game. Totally worth it. Okay. Yeah, I've been kind of slacking on Dota. It's been sad. Yeah, it's bound to happen, right? You've been playing for several years now. Yeah, well, year and a half. Oh. thousand hours, year and a half. Wow. It feels like longer, yeah. (laughs) But, you know, it's one of those things where I've just been super busy. Like, on the weekends, like with the house hunting and everything else. We just haven't had the time. Man, I've been busy, too. I've been working on Saturdays and stuff. It's like, oh, now I'm moving. Uh, can't wait for things to slow down and settle up a little bit. It's like, God, oh, I'm looking forward to this move. <laughs> Start t- Twitch streaming all the time because you have real I am. internet. I am. Yeah, I'm getting 150 down. But the que- does does the up count against your data cap? <gasps> I don't know. Because that's a good question to ask because I know I've streamed on like, you know, some Dota for like two hours and it was like four gigs or something. <laughs> Man, I hope I don't have to deal with data caps. I feel like data caps are usually an issue when you don't have uh, competition. Yeah, well, a lot of people. But I can are... go with Charter, or, or I can go with Uverse. So if they, you know, if they start giving me crap, I can just cancel my service and go with the other one. Yeah. Yeah, Uverse is rolling out a gigabit to Houston soon. I know. I might get it. Oh yeah, man! I can't. Everything's going so well right now that it's like too good to be true. Like something has to go wrong soon. Because uh you know they you know how like they build loops around cities? So you right. get like the 610 loop or like the 710 loop or whatever it is, you know? Right. And then you get like the beltway and they're building a third one around Houston. And that third one is just south of Tomball. Okay. So, like, right by where Boudreaux is. Like, right up there. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, south of Tomball. And it goes from 290 
to 59. Yep. So from Katy all the way uh-huh. by the woodlands. So I'll be able to go from work, which I pull out of my light uh, from my neighborhood, get on the freeway, take the exit to the, you know, the big beltway around, you know, Katy or whatever, and go straight to, I'll be in the woodlands in like 15 minutes from Tomball. Jeez. Yeah. And that's done in two <laughs> weeks after I move in. Man, that's yeah, we, yeah. We're getting fast internet. I get dogs. Everything's looking up, man. Yeah, that's been one of the problems about moving is I'm spoiled. I mean, I'm on the Fios, right? That 150, 150, just blazing fast. Do you have a data cap? No, completely uncapped. Yeah. Apparently, if you abuse it, they will eventually cut you off. But I've only read one story about it, and the guy was averaging like 47 terabytes a month. How could you do that? Server. Just running a giant ass server off of it. Oh, okay. Well, then that makes sense, right? <laughs> yeah, but still, yeah. And so, what I'm is like, that? A super large, like running a Minecraft server or something? So everybody's sending information back and forth. Something, yeah, or some kind of game server, makes and other sense. servers, and probably like torrent servers, and you know everything. But yeah, you know, so we look at these houses out in a different, you know, different part of Pittsburgh. And I have to go to Xfinity. I'm like, uh, uh, only t- 10 megabytes up. And granted, it's 150 down, but it's only 10 up. And there's a data cap at like 400 gigs. And uh, like part, part A to say, but like I'm considering not buying at certain homes just because I don't have Fios. But so, should. so much should. of my, all of my life is built around the internet now. Like, yeah. That's where I don't have cable. You know, I watch all of my TV through the internet or over, except for like the over the air stuff. Which if you don't have an over the air antenna, man, you definitely should. Really? Oh, yeah. Down down in Houston, you probably, you get all the major channels for, you know, ABC, CBS, NBC, all that crap for free and crystal clear HD. It's weird to think about it. Well, see, the the thing is, is the, uh, over the air is so much better than through the cable box because they compress it in the cable, but over the air is completely uncompressed. So even though it's still both 1080p, it's a very big difference. Like you can see the difference when you look at them side by side. I heard somebody describing what's different, you know, because the guy was like, well, they're both 1080p, right? Isn't there the same amount of pixels? And the explanation was like, well, the reason certain things look better than other things is because is the bitrate, like how much information is actually involved in the picture. Mm-hmm. And the pixels, if you don't have enough information, yeah, you have, a, all, you have all of the pixels you should, but there'll be four of them will be white, you know, one color. Instead of four of them being four different colors, there'll just be four, they'll duplicate. It'll be just little patches of color. And I was like, oh, I understand. You have blocks of pixels instead right. of individual pixels. So, yeah, you still have the same amount, but what's the point, right? This you know really high-end computers cut the pixels in half, like a really high-end computer screen? They, they, they can change the, like, half the pixel will be one color and half the pixel will be another color. That's crazy. To get, like, the super high-end definition. I want one of those 1440p so bad. 
Yeah, the uh, that's I just sent you the tin I have. It's just the Amazon Basics. It's like forty bucks. Fifty mile range. Get you some. Mm -hmm. All right, I'll look into that for sure. I'm so excited about moving. That's all I can think about. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to do this podcast. It's all I can think about. It's all I can talk about. Uh, uh, let's see. What do you think about Bernie Sanders, man? I think he's really like making a strong run at it from the Democratic Democrat side. I'm like, wow. Oh yeah. Okay. Is this gonna be is this gonna be 2008 all over again? Oh, oh before we get into this, just because okay. I just looked it up, if you got the HD antenna, you could pick up eight, 19 channels. No shit. <laughs> I just, I mean, I just grabbed a generic Tomball, you know, zip code, but yeah. Right. Uh no, I Hillary will not make Hillary will not make the uh convention. You really think so? Hundred percent. Wow. What's gonna happen? Why not? Well, first off, a lot of things are starting to come out about when she was at uh when she was a Secretary of State, right? Um The email scandal or something else? Email scandals, uh, pay-for-play kind of stuff with their foundation. So, like, there's people starting to track the money of, like, foreign dignitaries and foreign nationalists who would make a large donation to the Clinton Foundation. The next day, they would have a visa, which would take them, should take them months instead of, you know, and then instead it was taking days. Uh, lots of that kind of stuff. The email scandal is getting worse. Uh, wow. They have found the highest level secret information on her servers. They have emails where she is directing one of her underlings to remove all the top secret in, uh, in, uh, markings from a file and send it to somebody. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. She, there's a really good chance. She's going to go to prison. <laughs> um, so you really think it's going to be Bernie versus Trump? It's gonna be Bernie versus somebody. I don't think it's Ber Trump. It's Trump. Don't don't. You know it's true. I don't I want it don't. to be true. <laughs> that motherfucker's got it sealed up, man. He can't do it no wrong. It seems that way. <laughs> it's so weird. We'll we'll see what happens. Like, it's all speculation at this point, right? No, he's got it. <laughs> Name a guy that's even close. I mean, yeah. But as soon as, like, the first actual primary happens, let's say, like, Cruz were to win it, it'll shift in a hurry. That's true. That's true. Yeah, if Trump doesn't win the... Yeah, yeah. well, that's true. I guess he would have to win the first couple. Now, if he wins one of the first two... <sighs> well, the thing is, is... The I don't even think he's a Republican. <laughs> I don't know... <laughs> He's not a Republican. <laughs> he's not. I think he's making fun of y'all, and he just happens to be, like, winning. I think it's just, like, it's a South Park episode, man. This is a South Park episode for sure. It feels that way. But, and what's the thing is, if it's Bernie Trump, Trump's going to crush him. He's going to crush him. <laughs> Trump's going to win. He's going to be the president. I was looking over uh, his, tr Bernie's, like, tax plan it's just crazy balls it is crazy the whole thing's crazy i can't believe it 
I mean, everyone's like, oh, you know, it'll work because everyone wants to know whatever. And like, they're looking at raising your payroll taxes by two and a half percent, the company's by six and a half percent, and spending 28% of GDP, which is the gross domestic product of the United States of America. So everything we create, they're going to spend 28% of its value, but only bring in 26%. So we're looking at like 2% there, which is a very large deficit when you're talking about the GDP of the United States. Yeah. Yeah, the GDP is a lot. It's a big number. It is a big number. I'm going to pull it up. Yeah, the GDP of the United States is $17.9 trillion. So a year? For last year. Yeah. So you're talking, you know, little... Little itty bitty bit, <laughs> 2% is a whole lot of money that we don't have, especially because we already have a $12 trillion deficit. Can't really be adding to it at this point. No. So, uh, yeah. I can't believe it. I can't believe it's going to be Trump versus Bernie. I can't believe it. I, You know, Bernie Sanders, maybe if he was like, 15 years younger, you could vote for him. Like, maybe. But I feel like he would get in there and they would take him to that back smoky room and they'd show him the JFK film and the Area 51 stuff and he would just die. He would just die. He would just be like, oh, shit, I didn't want to do this. And he would just, yeah, he'd crack down on that cyanide pill they put in the back of his throat and shit. I mean, everyone, even though Obama won twice in a row, it was a pretty thin margin both times. Like, 4% the first time, like, 3% the second time. And he, I mean, Bernie's does not have the kind of magnetism that Obama had. I mean, I'm not a big Obama fan, but that boy can give a speech, especially yeah, he when can. he was, you Camp- know, he was an amazing campaigner. When he was campaigning, the especially the first time around. I mean, they, the first he, campaign, he oh, really, yeah, he, yeah he, and the people that he had working for him, the um, what would that be like? I guess the uh, advertising firm that he probably hired. Man, they were really good. They, they did a really, really good, good job. Oh, yeah. The, his, icon, his iconography was fantastic. Uh-huh. Everything was really good. No one has that. No. And you know what? All the 18-year-olds who voted for Obama the first time are like, well, I still don't really have much of a job, so why would I do this again? <laughs> I don't know. This is going to be crazy. This is like this is like a mockery of what the presidency should be. Oh yeah, no, we have full on jumped the shark. Full like Fonzie has left the building. We are yeah. it's over. There was there was a, I think I've said this before, but there's a line in Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy that's something to the effect of the only people allowed to be president of the galaxy or the people who are least qualified to do it, or the only people yep. who can win presidency of the galaxy, or something like that. I'm like, yep. yep. You're like, not even 2012 felt. That's just like, really, this is the best we can do. Yeah, that was the first time I really. Well, I actually felt that way in 2008. I, I did was like, too. Really, this is the best. This is all we could really, really. Well, the thing is, is no one. Uh. It's it. 2008, I think, well, granted, McCain's a terrible candidate. Yeah. But everyone was gearing up to beat Hillary. And so that <laughs> was the entire, like, oh, he he can't beat Hillary, but maybe McCain can. I do believe that 2008 election year on the Democrat side was the most fun political drama up leading up to their primary that I 
I've ever experienced as a, like somebody who watches politics. It was amazing. How's that? Hillary and Bush, I mean, uh, Hillary and Obama duking it out between each other, the different ads and the different shit, and then Obama doing well and, and her not willing to give up. She fought tooth and nail, dude. It was funny to watch the whole Democrat side be on her side, and then Obama just like grassroot it with the kids and, you know, just, I guess, middle America, really. He really got like, not the Democrat side, but he just got kind of a lot of people on his side so they had to switch and the scene the switch you know happened it was just like oh this is really really interesting and, and everyone was claiming they had always been there for him and when they really hadn't <laughs> yeah it was one of those things where every morning i was turning on npr i was like oh what are they saying this morning like i gotta hear <laughs> it was fun it was like a soap opera it was yeah it was nuts <laughs> and it lasted for a year i felt like they started campaigning in 2006 some of well, Hillary certainly did. Because Bush, I mean, we all knew Bush was coming to an end. It was a big deal. Well, and like, well, yeah, but oh crap, I just lost my train of thought. And how but historic like, that was. What? Oh, it was just like this. Um, how long has this campaign been going on? Especially on the Republican side. Yeah. Six years. Feels <laughs> like. Feels it. like. Yeah. Like. I, I am not, I am not, uh, you know, in favor of limiting much speech at all. But I am perfectly happy to like no political ads until January first of the election year. <laughs> you know, yeah, me too. The part of it's a twenty-four hour news cycle, all that other crap. Yeah, that and this is the end of an eight-year run. These are always a lot bigger. Yeah, and well, the thing is, is it's also kind of like um, in 08 because the opposition party held both houses. And that's right. that, that's what made a big deal. So if Republicans win, it's going to be a lot like you know 2008 to 2010 where the Democrats just rolled over everybody. They had, super, they had the majority and a super majority or 59 votes in the Senate or something like that. They could just do anything they damn well pleased. But they didn't. They did a lot. Yeah, they did. That's true. I mean, they still only got uh, 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 the Affordable Care Act passed by one vote, so... Yeah, barely passed it. (laughs) The Republicans had to go with it. Yeah, and every... Y'all had a couple jump shot or jump ship. I think every one that did has been (laughs) voted out of office. People have paid for that decision. That's how it should work. Well, yes. But I also don't think they should have... I think senators should have term limits. But we've talked about that, I think. No, a little bit. Yeah, I think... I, think, I don't think they should be... Uh, I don't think the senator should be uh, elected by the people. Oh, that's interesting. Who should do it? Well, we, it, I don't remember which amendment it was, like 18th or 16th or something, but it used to be that the congressmen were elected by the people and the senators were appointed by the state houses, so like the state oh, okay. representatives. And so it used to be a really common practice. So if like you had one senator going rogue, they would just get recalled immediately and the, the state would send someone else. So it gave the states a bit of, you know, basically a seat of power at the table with the federal government where, where they essentially don't have it anymore. Not directly. 
right. Texas doesn't have a seat at the table with the federal government where the people of Texas do, but the state of Texas does not. Oh. I like it. <laughs> Anything to decentralize that power. I agree. I don't think we should have a president. I think we should have like a council of presidents. Should be like three of them. And they have to come to a consensus. Two to one. Well, that's supposed to be what like it's supposed to be what the, the division of powers are. Right. And I think there needs to be more of that. <laughs> but I think I think if you could diffuse the or or the um well, I just think that's the best way to do it. I think you gotta have an odd number. Or you or you could do what they used to do where it was the first and second place finishers got president and vice president. Right. So for you know, hundred plus years, the vice president was doing everything he could to undermine the president. Yeah. <laughs> and that was, and so when that happened, the vice president, um, did his role as head of the Senate a lot more. Okay. So he, you know, as head of the Senate, he would push legislation through the Senate that kind of stuff. So kind of like the Speaker of the House is now, but for the Senate, instead of having the majority leader and all that stuff. Right. Okay. Well, that's how it should be now. A, yeah. Or something. There should be, a, I don't know. I, th- I think there should be a diffusion of, because, well, that's only true because the the overreaching executive powers that the last two presidents have greatly exaggerated. Those, oh man, I can't wait till those fall into the hands of somebody like Trump. It's going to be awesome <laughs> when he has, you know, I mean, we essentially have a king now. Essentially, yes. We essentially have a and king And that now. was never meant to be that way. It's terrifying. <laughs> and the one, and, the, and we, have, we seem to have like this dark council of the Supreme Court, which seems to have the ultimate real power, like real, like long lasting, yes. we're here for mm. generations kind of power, like powerful motherfuckers. But the president does seem to get to be king for eight years, which is terrifying that we're going to give a rotating office king powers. It's like, well, I guess. I mean, I guess it's better than waiting every generation. Hopefully, you get a good king. We could, we don't we only have to wait every eight hours, eight years to get a good king. See, part of me feels with Trump is he just doing this to help his businesses out? Like that's the only I, reason. I really don't think he meant to get this far. Like, I don't think he makes expected. I really do think he was. This was publicity, and then it's just working out, and he's just riding the wave, man. And I think his ego's big enough that he's like, "Well, I could do it." Yeah. Well, we all know his ego is that big. Yeah. We all know his ego is like, "Hey, I, I can run the United States and England and Australia and Japan for fuck's sake. I can run it all. I can fix it." <laughs> yeah, he's yeah. terrifying. Yeah, it's terrifying. They all are. Hillary's the scariest, though. I'll vote for anybody who's not Hillary. Yeah. I, I yeah. am not voting for Hillary. She's terrifying. I do... This This is just a, just a personal side note, but I do love that her chickens, when it comes to Bill's uh, philandering, are finally coming home to roost 20 years later. What is that? Okay, well, you know, she's been running on the war on women, right? You know, how, like... You know, rape believers have the right to be believed and, you know, the Republicans hate women and don't, you know, all that kind of stuff. Okay. And it was very common knowledge and it still is that 
she did everything in her power to squash the women who accused Bill of rape. And she she financially ruined several he, women right. that, you know, he did. And so it was like, it's like, yay. Thank, thank you for having hubris to think you can get away with it. You know, the, especially Hillary. Just like, you have to realize this is 2016 and not 1994. Like, she feels like she's running a 94 campaign yes, and that people does. don't remember where, you know, they, it's all on YouTube. Like, <laughs> it's everything you've ever said for the last 20 years is on YouTube, woman. You can't get away with it anymore. Can't. I don't know. I hope she. I, I, anybody who's not her. How about that? Not Hillary. Not Hillary. I am. Oh my God. I'm terrified of the, her winning. Here's the sweet meteor of death. Yeah. It doesn't discriminate. Well, anyway, you got some happier news? Cooler, funner, more fun? I do find it hilarious that Chipotle is closing for a day to like handle all their food safety issues. Is there really that big a concern or did they just like lose um, customer confidence because of one issue? Or was it like you can't or you just can't eat here for Um, Let's see. I'm trying to find the numbers. In December, 200 were sickened at Boston... Also in December, federal health investigators had five cases of E. coli poisoning in Kansas, North Dakota, and Oklahoma. Uh, the outbreak started in Seattle uh, with another five illnesses linked to one store. In August, nearly 100 were sickened by nanoviruses after eating at an outlet in California. And in September, more than 60 fell ill in Minnesota. No shit. Yeah. I mean, hundreds of people are getting sick from eating Chipotle. So what is that? Just systemic uncleanliness or bad distributing of food? Like, what causes that? Well, that's that's the hard thing, right? Because it, it's got to be a lack of testing, right? Like, they're not... They're either... It's either something wrong in their restaurant. Corporate regulations? Like, they just don't... Yeah, but it's not either... run right? Either they're not testing correctly... Like they're not doing a you know a testing of their um, uh-huh. of their suppliers correctly, or they're not. There's something on the like the, the restaurant level that's just going wrong. And gross. I didn't. I didn't think a food chain could be that bad. Like I, I was never a big fan of Chipotle anyway, but I was a Qdoba guy myself. What's a Qdoba? Qdoba? Oh, that's the other. Yeah, oh, I love it, man. Go see what you do is you go in and get the double chicken. Yeah, yeah. What we do? Tell me again. How do we do this? You like go in there. You just like you when they ask you what meat, you tell them double chicken, and it's like a buck and a half extra for basically two two meals. So if you're really hungry, you go in there. So what I do is I like to get the um, the naked bowl. So it's like a burrito bowl uh, with white rice and black beans. And double chicken and double queso and some cheese and some roasted chili corn. Yeah, it's super good. <laughs> love it. Did it you does see that, not love me though. Did you see that post? <laughs> <laughs> did you see that post on the internet where the guy uh, broke down? He did like a um, very thorough study on the way to get the largest burrito 
from Chipotle or Cadoba or one of those places. Mm. And it's a breakdown of how you do it and what you order and, you know, like how to get it. It's like this four-page thing. There's little <laughs> tips in it. Like one of the things that really stuck out in my mind is that you tell them that you want a chicken burrito. And then after they've given you the first scoop of chicken, you tell them you want to make it a double meat. So there's no bias on the first scoop, knowing that you're going to get a second scoop of meat. He's like, little things like that will get you an extra couple of grams, you know, at the end. And it's like a five and a half pound burrito that he ends up making at the end. It's insane. I'd have to find it. Maybe I'll find it sometime for you. But anyway, it's funny. Look it up. It's on Reddit somewhere. Some guy. (laughs) Everything is on Reddit by somewhere by some guy. I know. Reddit's awesome. (laughs) I get into Reddit a lot. Let's see. Fun news. We're going to be doing another crossover podcast with the Dresden File people at some point in the near future. Hell yeah. We'll be I going still on. I know what to talk about. Well, we're trying to get like them to like tell us in advance so we can, so like, we can prepare. So we can some. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have the wealth of knowledge they do. I just finished the fifth book for the second time. It's like it's I'm, really hard to get through this a second time. It's like it's. Uh, it, it, it's, it's a lot. It's a lot. It's There's a lot. lot to read. I will tell you the fifth book, the second time through, is fucking awesome. Because you can see all the all the things it's pointing towards. Oh, oh man. Because it's the first time that he deals with the... Um, the Denarians, yeah. Yeah, really deals with it. Really. Like the, yeah, Knights of the Cross, like the expanded Knights of the mm-hmm. Cross. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, so good. And it ends in the most epic way. I'm not going to give it away, but it ends in such a way. That if you didn't have the next book, you would lose your fucking mind. Yeah, I'm not entirely sure when my wife started reading, but it was like book like six or seven, I think, where she had to start waiting. I didn't have to start waiting until the 15th. I'm, I'm waiting on the 16th book. Yeah. My family finished uh, the Aeronauts book. Oh, yeah? My mom, my mom and my wife, they both really liked it. I need I need to get back. Like, I've been trying to, like, I've been trying to work back through Dresden, and I just haven't had, like, the hoof spot get in like really get into something new and that just terrifyingly large well i highly recommend you get the audible if you got an extra oh, no credit, I, just... I have it no i already have it on audio because that guy is one of the best audiobook readers i've ever listened to really he, he, he must get better as the, the book really you don't like I it i didn't think he was like great it? early huh, but it could just I be really one of those things it. where he's getting into it maybe maybe it just doesn't appeal to you but i like how he um he puts a really proper uh, inflection on everybody's communications. It's, come on, cause, and then, I just, I just don't know, I can't do it. But no, it, it his sounds... voice definitely fits the style of the book. Yes. His, he, the way he talks is very steampunkish. You know, it's real yes. proper Victorian mm-hmm. kind of. The only thing I don't like how he does is Rao. Yeah. He growls with Rao a little like too much. animal voices can just be really They're hard. hard to, yeah, hard yeah. to interpret, right? Like in the Dresden Files, I hate Tutu's voice. I hate it. Yeah, me too. That, that, that thing can go to hell. Yeah. But I understand why he was trying to do it that way. Yeah. I love him as a character. And he gets better towards the end. He does it more in the back of his throat and not so much in the nose. It's not, it's well, not as bad, but... It's probably yeah. one of those things, because if you listen after, what, like 15 bucks, James Marsher's gotten to become a pretty good reader. So you gotta know it's one of those things where, like, in book one, he made a decision, and by like book twelve, he's like, "Son of a bitch!" Yeah, <laughs> son of a bitch. 
But you gotta stick with it now, right? Yeah, but he gets better. <laughs> he does get better. That that's <laughs> like make or break for um for audiobooks. Like so much of it's how good the reader is. Oh. Oh. I bought No Romancer by William Gibson. Oh, that's hard to get through. God damn. I don't think he's a bad reader. I think it's his voice. It's like, his voice with it just what puts he's you to sleep and you're just like, with oh what God. he's talking about. Oh. Like I Because he's describing a seedy, dark, gross world of you know, like Blade Runner, you know, you know. Right, very, that, very cyberpunk. Yeah, very cyberpunk. And it's just Oh, it's a very melodic voice. <laughs> yeah, and and he's got a rhythm to it, you know, because he's not a bad reader. Reader, so he does have a flow and a rhythm. And it's just like, oh, I'm gonna go to sleep, and I find myself like ignoring the book, so I can think, you know, so I won't feel so. Yeah, yeah. I'm having a hard time getting through it. Yeah, I I wasn't able to get through it myself. I tried. And I find that the book is very, like, it probably needs to be read. Because it's hard to keep up with. It's one of those things where you probably reread sentences. Right. It's like, wait, what? Who? Where? What are we doing? Who's talking? Because something like Ready Player One, it's like Parsifal. You know, Artemis. Yeah. Parsifal. Artemis. Parsifal. You know? In this book, it'll be like five people talking, and they won't... He'll just change his voice just a little bit, you know, kind of letting you understand that they're supposed to be different people. But it's like, who said that to who? What? Why are we in two different rooms? Why are they having this conversation split between... Yeah. Fuck, this is hard. It's it sounds like it'd be a great cyberpunk book, though. Yeah, I kind of wonder. I kind of worry about it being a uh, since so many things have taken from it that it like it was really great when it was, but since it's basically been redone so many times, we've already heard the story. I can't believe it was done in the sixties. Oh yeah, and so many like so many terms were coined out of that book. Yeah. Yeah, it's weird. It's weird how well he did with it because it really does feel like it was could have been wrote in the nineties. Oh yeah. oh yeah. Next thing I need to get you on is like some Atlas Shrugged. Yeah, that'll really test your noodle. Some Ayn Rand. Oh, that's what I thought it was, but I was mm-hmm. like, um, the reason I remember it is because it was in the cover of the Fountainhead, recommending her other books. Mm-hmm. Yes, Fountainhead. Get you some of that one. I need. I need to. I haven't read it yet. That book. I, it's a good book, and it's fun and all, but it's not. Maybe I'm too simple. But to me, I just didn't think it was as good as what everyone made it out to be. The character seems too, too two dimensional. It was clearly this guy was only this. Period. Only that. He didn't seem to have any depth, and this character was only this. And it. Uh, and it just puts a, You're good. Well, Oh, I, I just was going to say, it's put together in such a way that it is um, enticing and, like, provocative. Like, you really do want to read it, and you do feel like, you know, terrible injustices are being done to these characters, and there's, you know, real emotion, and you really want stuff to work out or not work out or this guy to just burn in hell. It's really good at drawing those emotions out, but when you really, you know, kind of look at it, it seems kind of simple. Yeah, well, a lot of... Um... She gets better with Alice Shrug, but still, I mean, that's how she tends to create her characters anyway. It feels like a poem. Well, yeah, well, like considering that's what Anthem was. It doesn't feel like, like a story. Yeah. 
Yeah, Atlas Shrugged is very much a story. It's a very, like, very philosophical pulp fiction. So it's just really weird. And it's, like, fat thick. Yeah, that's how Fountainhead is. a 48-hour audiobook. That's how Fountainhead is. I thought about getting Lord of the Rings or um, Game of Thrones. Those are both, like, 30 hours, 35 hours apiece. And they're a credit. A credit. It's incredible. You can just get that kind of book for a credit. I can die... Game of Thrones can be figured out. Figured Have you listened out. to it? it? Yeah, the reader's okay. Yeah, that's what I heard. It's just the way... Because Game of Thrones, every chapter is a different person. Yeah. So if you miss the transition, you're it's it's you're like, easy wait, to what? lose. Why is he attacking yeah. wolves now? So I, I can see it be one of those things where it would be a lot easier to read over uh, listen to. Just how some books are. Some books are just so much easier because how they're stylized in print doesn't reflect to, like, you know, aud- audibly saying something. It's either uh, that or you need an excellent reader. You know, somebody right. that's just super charismatic and really can do the voices. Mm-hmm. Like the guy who did Harry Potter. Uh, Stephen Fry, yeah. God, man, he killed it. He really did uh, a great job with Harry Potter. I, I love him, man. He's such a good actor. And um, I really enjoyed the... The way the guy did a Aeronauts Windless. Because I like how he can do the characters so well. Like, they're all different people to me. Yeah. So you want to get to my recommends real quick? Yeah, we should definitely do that. (laughs) So anybody listening to this, I assume they have a computer. This is a simple one, but just get yourself a mechanical keyboard. Trust me. I'm not going to... I'm not going to... Describe it any more than that. Just get a fucking mechanical keyboard. They are amazing. I've had one for, well, I guess over a year now. One of the best quality of life upgrades you can make for the money. For you can there's not there's hardly a better hundred bucks you can spend. Get a fucking mechanical keyboard. Even if you only type like, search stuff in Google and YouTube. Get one. It's worth it. It's amazing. Just click like. Just spell your name. When I first got mine, like I, I was like double, triple striking letters because they're so sensitive. <laughs> mine, um, I didn't really realize how much I wanted it until I owned it for more than like a few hours. It's like, oh, using it, and now every time I touch it, I'm like, oh, this is a nice piece of machinery. Like this is a just wait till you have to touch someone else's keyboard. Like it's high mech- quality. Not a mechanical keyboard. It's hard to get to. It's like it's hard to adjust to. <laughs> I bet this feels like loading a gun. You know how loading a gun feels so solid. Shink. Mm. That's how this keyboard feels. Every button press is like shink, 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 shink. It just feels. I don't know. I like it a lot. <laughs> yeah, they're 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 amazing. I have to transition back and forth every day, so it doesn't like throw me off too bad. I was actually thinking about it the other day. There are days where I have to log into four different computers. Damn. In the same day. <laughs> Between work and my media center and my laptop and this podcasting laptop, which is all this is done now. So <clears throat> Well, I mean, we're at our hour and fifteen. Yeah, this is a weak one, but this is the last week where I'm not going to be really prepared and set up and ready to go for the next right. one. So. It's been, yeah, it's just, it's been, and we're sorry that it's been, and we, we thank you for hanging out with us for a year, and 
Maybe yeah. one of you will actually send us a fucking email or Twitter. A Twitter, an email. Anything. You know, just tell you. Just tell us how bad we suck. Like anything would be pretty cool because at this point it feels like we're just talking into a big dark room. But I can see you downloading things, so I know you're out there. Yeah, you bots. <laughs> well, ladies and gentlemen, thank you once again for coming to the Forty Two Podcast. Bye.